Live and pre-recorded, this is the inaugural edition of the Red Ticket Blues Podcast. I am your host, Brian. Last name, maybe you'll get it at some point. And I'm here to take you through the journey of the world of sports or whatever else is on my mind because it's my goddamn podcast. Uh, So this is my first attempt at a podcast. Uh, I'd appreciate people being gentle, but if you're downloading a podcast, you're probably familiar with the internet, meaning you are ready to rip apart anything, crush people's souls and spirits, and be the first one to pick and prod and find the inaccuracies and and just be that guy to really screw with someone trying to do something. So I'm fully expecting that. And in fact, if I don't get that, then that probably means no one's listening. But again, this is going to be a soft opening. Uh, Well, I don't really know how long it's going to be. Not soft. uh, It's going to be soft, not like a, a full... A full hard-on, meaning in uh, Kitchen Nightmares or in uh, or Bar Rescue with John Taffer and Gordon Ramsay as they like to come in, tell everyone they suck, and then let the dogs out and just rip them apart. No, we're just going to go over a few little things today. Maybe if there is a second podcast, we'll get into it. It'll be a little longer and more discussions will be had. Uh, about me, like I said, maybe that last name will come to you at one point. Don't bet on it. Uh, I'm 30-something. Again, he won't get an exact age unless I like you, meaning I probably won't. And what I'm going to do is I'm just going to tell you a little bit about myself. I live in the great state of Connecticut. Uh, If you've ever lived or been to Connecticut, there's really nothing great about it. But it is unique in the sense of talking about sports. As if you are not aware, Connecticut has no professional sports teams. Uh, We did have the Whalers. Hartford Whalers, a hockey team. However, I believe they moved to Carolina. I'm not a big hockey guy, as you can tell. I think they began Carolina Predators. Does that sound right? I think that's right. Uh, Now you see more people wear their paraphernalia to wear retro jerseys to look cool than they ever did when when they actually were in Hartford. So that's how terrible people are. They never supported the team in their hair, but hey, cool, they're not here anymore. I'll wear it. But when it comes to professional sports, it does present an interesting landscape of what Connecticut is, as it is a very small state with lots of different allegiances. Now, you look at a big state, California, Texas, yeah, there's different teams, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, But in Connecticut, it's a small state, and depending on where you are to the Massachusetts or New York border, you may root for different teams than your neighbors, possibly, maybe. Uh, so that always presents interesting Interesting debates at bar stools, BSing with coworkers. Everyone's got an opinion. We all know that. So, I live in New Haven, Connecticut. Uh, New Haven is comparable to Camden, but it has a Ivy League school, so it's well, a few steps up from Camden. So, that's really the the crux of uh, New Haven. If you've ever been there, I'm Brian from New Haven. If you do listen to WFAN, I like to call and antagonize Mike Francesa sometimes. It's it's a hobby of mine, pathetic as it may be, but I enjoy antagonizing a fat man watching him yell. And I love those pre-recorded vines that are sent where I can uh, play them and get some sort of cruel, sick, twisted satisfaction. Ugh, that's pretty sad. Uh, in Connecticut, we do have the University of Connecticut basketball teams, which I'll get into a little later. We're not going to touch on them now. It is late December. And the men's team is already a pathetic garbage dump. But we will get into that. Uh, like I said, again, not to repeat myself, it's going to be a soft opening today. We're going to be doing a lot of NFLs. The season just stopped. 
stopped. It just stopped. It just ended. No, it uh, the the regular season ended, and teams are moving on to the playoffs. Obviously, so we're going to talk about that. Uh, we'll talk about some of the local teams. We'll talk about the playoff picture as we go forward. Uh, so let's start here with. And yes, shameless self-promotion uh, before we get into everything. You can follow me at on at Twitter. On Twitter at BrianBuck13 where you will see my uh, humorous musings of WFAN interacting with Mongo Nation and uh, adding sarcastic comments to current events. Basically a lot of BSing. So we'll start with the local teams in the NFL. And going forward, we have the two New York teams who are not going forward. They're going nowhere. Uh, at least the Giants, the New York Giants, ended the season with a little bit of positivity. Uh, they probably wish they could have the season extended as it finally seemed as if they were starting to get their feet wet in the Bob McAdoo offense. But what are they going to do after this? Uh, what they're going to do is they're going to have Victor Cruz back, a healthy Victor Cruz with Odell Beckham. That should be a lethal wide receiving core going forward. Uh from all reports, it looks like Coughlin's staying. Uh, I think the guy's a good guy. I'm not sure if it's the right move. I think Bob McAdoo maybe isn't ready to be the head coach because it all seems like he's going to be the next New York Giants coach. But Jerry Reese has given him another chance. He is a red-faced patriarch of the league, and he shall stay that way. Uh, finally, Reuben Randall woke up in the loss to the Eagles in the final game. He was a missing piece this year in the offense. A guy who was supposed to be really good. Uh, fantasy leagues, fantasy pundits told us that he was going to be good. He was not. Yesterday he went for 158 yards. He's still 23 years old. So obviously the Giants are going to keep going with him. He was a high draft pick. And there's, they're not going to let him go. But I tell you, he, he underperformed big time. So I'm not really sure what they're going to do. But they will have to do something going forward. Hopefully, Randall can actually be a productive member for the entire season. Uh, you have to look at Eli Manning. Uh, he had a great year. There's no doubt about that. He had one of his best years in, in quite a, quite a few one of his best years in quite a few years. Still working out the kinks. Red Ticket Blues. Uh, he's 33 years old. He's going to be 34 when the season starts. He had 30 touchdowns last year, the second best of his career. Last year of his contract, he's on. So where does Alicia Nelson Manning go from here? I don't know. There's only one quarterback that's won a Super Bowl after the age of 32, and that is the immortal Brad Johnson with the Tampa Bay Bucks. I don't think Eli seems very concerned about it. Uh, I just got a text here. Well, update CBS Sports. The Yankees continue shedding salary by trading Sean Kelly to Padres. Oh my God, what will they do without Sean Kelly? Anyways, back to the regular scheduled program. You just got to go with Eli, see how this season goes, and what his future with the Giants will be afterwards. We'll have to wait and see. Cruz and Beckham, are, they're going to be a lot of fun to watch next year. I like Beckham. He's got to tone it down. And that's not just the old white guy in me. But he's going to get himself hurt. Teams do not like being disrespected by loudmouth rookies and second-year players, which he'll be next year. Uh, is I don't know if he really has a patented dance, but I'm against all patented dances. They're stupid. They're juvenile. And I find them dumb, and they're very close to almost like wrestling. It's like 
oh, well, you did my move, well, I'm going to do your move. So it's, it's stupid, and it, grow up. Yes, I'm an old man, get it? Uh, with the Jets today, Jets looking forward to next year. The Jets, obviously, they shed their head coach and general manager, their head coach, Rex Ryan. You know, he's a fun guy to listen to. Fun guy to watch, always has great sound bites. The fans love him, the the players love him. But you know, he's a terrible in-game manager, awful timeouts at the worst times, just just not doesn't manage a game well. I know he's not the offensive coordinator, but he's got to have some input on that offense. Just terrible play calling at times. Uh, yeah, you can blame it on Morningwick. That's fine. The offensive coordinator, Marty Morton, where you can do that, but Rex has got to be held accountable a little bit. And, and John Idsick obviously doesn't look like he knows what the hell he's doing if he doesn't know his ass from his elbow. And once he had that fire Idsick sign, yes, it's stupid. It, it's it's something the fans obviously had a lot of fun with. But you can't sell a product when you have a he- when you have a billboard saying "fire the GM." I'm sorry, especially when especially a GM that has twenty million dollars under the cap while his team was awful. It just it's beyond it's it's nonsensical is what it is it's it's beyond beyond comprehension so where do they go from here I'm not going to sit here and tell you like I know which coach I could throw out the usual suspects Gruden Cowher Harbaugh yeah Harbaugh already signed but I still heard people calling WFAN thinking that they should be interested in Harbaugh even though he signed with Michigan idiocy of callers it reigns supreme at times. Coffee. Um, I, and I, I, I don't know what to say with that team. They need a new quarterback, which is sort of repetitive over year after year. Geno stinks. Michael Vick's disinterested. Sanchez of Philadelphia. Tebow's broadcasting. You know, the whole la-di-da. I don't know what they do. Um, they went out of their way to win games and couldn't get the guy that would have been the problem for them and would have been the best Jets move ever in Jameis Winston. Because he will embarrass an organization, and I wanted it to be the Jets. But for you Jets fans out there, I really feel sorry for you. So I'm glad they didn't get him. It would have been interesting, though. Jets, Jameis Winston. That's, I don't know. (laughs) Must see TV at all times. Now the one team in the area, in the New England area, that is obviously the New England Patriots. They're going on, and they look pretty damn good. Tom Brady... After week four, the 41-14 loss to the Kansas City Chiefs, everyone was reading the eulogy about the team, the quarterback, those pundits on CBS Fantasy Sports. Dave Richards and Jamie Eisenberg were having a ball saying he is done. While he isn't the same, he still sees the, the names have changed in the receivers, and he still gets it done. I like this team. I like this team a lot. I don't see anyone beating them in the AFC. And I really, if I had to put gun to my head, I would have to say they are the favorites to win the Super Bowl. Now, I know everyone likes crowning Seattle already. They won it last year. They're getting hot at the right time, obviously. So I don't blame people for that. But that's too much of a trendy pick. So I'm already saying right now the Patriots are going to win. Yeah, going out on a limb. Best record in the AFC. I'm going out on a limb big time. So... He just continues to get it done, Brady, that is. And obviously having Gronkowski back makes that offense a weld-oiled machine. A well, not a welding-oiled machine, a well-oiled machine. But there's a major problem. He needs to get pants that fit him because I don't like the idea of perhaps seeing Gronkowski's ass crack on every game. 
not that I'm focusing on it, which I'm sure, again, at Brian Buck 13, you will tell me that I'm focusing on Rob Gronkowski's butt crack. But I'm tired of seeing, can you get the man some pants? I, I, I'm not interested. Just, I'm just not interested. I'm sorry. Uh, so that's where we go from here. The two New York teams sit on their ass doing nothing and being spectators like the rest of us. So we move on. What do what does the playoffs look like? What does the playoff looks like? Is that even English, Brian? What do the playoffs look like for the NFL? Well, Black Monday arrived today. Let's before we even get into the playoffs part. And obviously, we spoke. Rex is gone. Harbaugh, while he's not gone, they parted ways. All the NFL insiders had to tweet us at the same time with the same quote. So your timeline was filled with about 15 quotes. They parted ways. We get it. You're not the first one. You were all the first. You guys all got a medal. Did a great job. So Rex is gone. Mike Smith is gone. And Mike Smith almost had to go out. He, he did it his way. Yes, they were losing. The Atlanta Falcons were losing to the Carolina Panthers yesterday. 34-3. Minute 15 left. Obviously, they weren't going to come back and win the game. But you at least try. But what does Mike Smith do? Mike Smith, yes. Mike Smith's running the ball. He's running the ball because he's Mike Smith. I talked about Rex being a bad game manager. Mike Smith puts him to shame. So now he's unemployed. And I'm sure Arthur Blank loved, owner Arthur Blank loved every second of it. Because Mike Smith is a terrible head coach. And it's amazing that he's lasted as long as he did. Uh, Also booted was uh, Mr. Tressman and... Mr. Emery from the Chicago Bears, that team is just a, I I don't know what to say, such a great offense that does nothing. Uh, Really disappointing here for the Bears. A lot of people saying uh, Rex could fit in well there. I don't know. We'll see about that. I don't think he's going to be any head coach this year. In fact, I think he's going to most likely end up in TV. But we go on to, let's let's do some previews here. Uh, We got Arizona versus Carolina. Spread four and a half. This is going to be a terrible game to watch. Uh, I will watch it. It's it's going to be it's going to be rough though. Cam Newton, after watching him last week against the Falcons in that just dreadful game uh, for the NFC Towers, NFC NFC Towers, NFC South Crown. I mean, can he be more of a horse's ass with his celebrations? Back to the the patented celebrations of him and his stupid Superman thing. There had to be a there was a good five to seven seconds of posturing and dancing before we even got to the recycled Superman dance uh, or shirt rip. We're all very impressed, Cam. It was really, really impressed. Guy's a jerk. Sorry. But that team is getting hot at the right time. I guess hot. I, I use that term very loosely. Uh, I, I don't know what to say. But they are playing a team whose quarterback is Ryan Lindley. As of right now, this is being recorded on Monday. So live and pre-recorded is uh, on Monday. So Ryan Lindley still is the starter as Drew Stanton's status has not been updated. So this is just, uh, this is right for the pickings for the Panthers. I don't think the Cardinals are going to win this game. And unfortunately, that great year that they're going to have, they're going to get booted in the first round. I'm going to take Carolina with the points because, you know, I, I obviously have a large background of losing money. That's really the only education and knowledge I have to give my endorsement for that pick. So I'll take Carolina with the points of four and a half. 
The other game on Saturday, excuse me, that first game was on Saturday. The other game on Saturday is the Baltimore-Pittsburgh game. And I have a hard time watching any of these NFC North games. It has me right on the precipice of maybe switching to the the, the cops on Spike TV, the, the, the redneck version. Uh, it's called Unloaded or Un... On down down south, I think it's unloaded. I, I believe that's what it is. These games are brutal to me. Uh, you should have a TV MA on it when they, if, if, if at any point they go through the current and uh, past players. You got murders, rapists, uh, wife beaters, guys who pour bleach on their family. But honestly, I guess you could probably say that about any team, he right? Hey, uh. If they're going to step up the game of the no more commercials, it would probably be this game. Uh, if you listen to Bill Burr, he said a, he's been going off on the no more commercials for a while, and I have to agree with him. You know, only the NFL would have the, the, the absolute arrogance and unawareness. I don't want to say unawareness, but maybe arrogance is just the right word for their players to commit crimes, then browbeat the audience with these no more commercials that seem to escalate every week. Now, now I'm watching Hillary Swank cry for some reason. I, I don't know exactly how they're going to top, top those commercials for the playoffs, but I'm sure it'll be something ridiculous and something uh, very, what's the word I'm looking for? It, be talking down to us as if we're doing it. You are the ones committing crimes, not us. Please. So... Even though I, with this game, you never know what can happen. I'm watching Baltimore and Pittsburgh. They have trouble scoring points sometimes. Then they explode for points. I'm going to take Pittsburgh merely because they're a home team at minus three. Again, I don't, my endorsements mean very little. So I can almost see myself going 0-4 this weekend. Just pick the opposite of what I pick. You're, you're good to go after that. Uh, we go back into, uh, on Sunday, Cincy versus Indianapolis. With Indianapolis getting four points. No, they're giving four points, you idiot, Brian. Red Ticket Blues. So, two unpredictable teams. You can't really... You don't know what you're going to get with either of them. Indy has sort of fallen apart towards the end of the season, while Cincinnati's actually looked somewhat respectable to be Andy Dalton on a big stage, so you know what that means. It means uh, you're looking forward to us possibly a real crappy game. And embarrassing, maybe. Or maybe a quarterback rating of two. Beyond embarrassing. Is Andrew Luck ready for this? We don't know. Uh, there's a big fat guy in New York, Mike Francesa, who thinks Andrew Luck is ready for the Hall of Fame, basically. Is he ready for this game? We'll find out. I don't have a lot of faith in the Colts. They've only won a handful of games this year against teams with over with a record over 500. I understand you got to beat the teams on your schedule, but you lost to the Jets and Giants in the past month. That's not something you want on your resume. So, of course, it wasn't really Andrew Luck's fault. Just ask, uh, just ask Francesa. But it wasn't Zahn's fault. Excuse me, Zahn said it wasn't Luck's fault. So, and I'll get into at a certain point why I continue to bring up this this fat man, Mike Francesa, who you may not even know who he is. But we'll, we'll get into him at some point on the Red Ticket Blues. Uh, so, and I do have the website. I mean, before I get it, get to the last game here, the redticketblues.com is a blog I have that I rarely update because sometimes I'm lazy. Redticketblues.com is 
basically where I when I have a problem with something, I usually put a uh, put a nice blog post and go on and on about it, kind of like this podcast. So check it out if you're bored. You can tell me again at BrianBuck13 how terrible it is, how I should quit what I'm doing, possibly find a ledge, and, you know, find some sharp objects to recklessly play with because the internet is always such a loving place. In the last game, we have the Detroit Lions versus the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas is... Why Why should I even have to look? at that stat to see who's giving giving and getting the Dallas first time people please be gentle Dallas is giving seven points and it was announced today because of his tomfoolery Navagon Sue is suspended for this game the guy is a complete jackass normally I think with something like he did he's not going to get suspended but with his record of defying authority and just being a jerk, they suspended him. I was a little surprised, but I guess fines can only go so long with him that you got to do it. Um, Stafford stinks. Now, I know you're going to say, boy, you don't know what the hell you're talking about. I understand that. Matthew Stafford, he's not good. He makes bad decisions. He is good. Let's, let's, let's take a few steps back from that. Matthew Stafford is good. He makes some terrible decisions. He is almost like the old Tony Romo facing the new Tony Romo in Tony Romo. You following me here? So, Romo looks good. That Dallas team looks good. And I don't have much faith in that that Detroit team. They look like, they look fugazi to me. And while I don't know if Dallas is going to cover, I, I do expect them to move on. Uh, so, I'm going to take Detroit. Plus seven. So you got all those picks. Yeah, yeah. So we got we got Carolina minus four and a half. Pittsburgh minus three. Oh, I never actually gave you one for Indy Cincy. Ah, oh, man. Minus four. That team's rough. That, that, that game is rough. I don't have any faith in either of those teams. I'm only I'm gonna go with Indy at home, but they will not cover. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna go with. Um and back to the other game, this is Romo's moment. If he loses this game, I don't even care if he has nothing to do with it. He will be branded a loser till the end of time. They need to win this game. He could have 400, 500 yards passing. He will be branded a loser. I think a lot of the criticism that Tony Romo gets, it's completely unfair. But hey, you're the quarterback. You take the good with the bad. Uh, so... That's really what I just wanted to get into and talk about today. Uh, I'm not sure if I really want to ramble on anymore. I want to listen to this, see how I sound. Uh, have I bored you yet? Uh, please tell me everything that's wrong, and I know you will. But this is the podcast. And next week, I'm going to I'm gonna try to find a certain day that I'm going to release everything to make it more consistent. Ah, just having some coffee. But, you know, we'll quickly, uh, no, I'm just going to get into UConn, but no, that, that, that's the podcast for this week. And we're going to try to do it weekly, maybe if there's some sex, some sex, this is an erotic podcast, as you can tell. Uh, if there's some success with this, people want to hear more, I will try to do it more than once a week, but baby steps, people, baby steps, I have no clue what I'm doing. Hopefully you've enjoyed this, again, at Brian Buck 13 
www.redticketblues.com. And I'm out of here. So thanks a lot, and we'll talk to you next week.